Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 146. Thank you for tuning in. Let's bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. Take a deep breath. Imagine yourself sitting in your heart center. Find the natural rhythm of your breathing. It has been a long journey, not only on the podcast, but in life. We have come very far. Let us bring all awareness to the moment and be in gratitude and appreciation for that journey. And although sometimes it has been difficult, this is why we've come to earth, for the challenges and the contrast because we knew we would experience rapid growth. Take moments throughout the day, not only today but every day, to stop and see how far you've come, to notice how much you've grown, and to realize that all of your needs have always been met and they always will be. As I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to speak about trusting yourself. This is a topic that we hear much about, but the confusion arises because only you are you. I am also guilty of projecting my own ideas about how I feel things should be or look because I am essentially talking to myself this whole time. So we will discuss the idea of trusting yourself and my intention for you is that today you receive the glimpse of clarity that you have been seeking so that you can stand fully in your role. I hope you all feel good. Thank you all so much for holding me in light as I was coming to realize myself as we all are doing here. But again, only you are you. So the way you realize yourself won't be the way I realize myself. But as your brother, I could share my experiences and put myself out there in a vulnerable way so that you can observe what it looks like to fall and get back up and then take the units of data that resonate with you or that you can attribute to your own life. Breathe. It's no secret that I openly make a lot of rookie mistakes. And I call them rookie mistakes because this is my first time as Robin in this individualized incarnation. And granted, we are energy that can never be created or destroyed. And there is a theory that maybe we have lived before, but you've only lived this life this time for the first time. 
So it's okay to make mistakes along the journey. That's essentially what we come to Earth for. So when we are speaking about trusting yourself, we need to clarify first what self is. And although there is only one I am presence here governing all things, you are an individualized fractal of that one I am presence. So again, only take what works for you. Use your discernment in life. Yourself is a multifaceted layer of vibration. And within each vibration, we are able to tune into a state of being that would allow us to project ourselves in that version. Meaning, when you choose fear, you become that state of being. When you choose love, you become that state of being. And whatever state of being you are in, you are then able to recognize yourself through the attraction that is occurring based on your state of being, meaning the outside world will reflect to you what you are currently vibrating at. I do set a very clear intention to gather a very specific group of volunteers that would tune into this podcast. So I would love to believe that you have gone through the most difficult part of your journey and now we are rejoicing in our groundedness to know ourselves a little bit more but we had to go through a lot to get here so since you are multifaceted and multidimensional this means we as the christ meaning a frequency and vibration that gets to rebirth or reborn itself every day you don't have to remain who you think you are or were When we speak about trusting yourself, this means you need to trust yourself in the moment. Not to hold yourself to the past or the future, and why do we do that? Because a lot of brothers, sisters, and beings don't recognize their self as a fractal of the I am, we often project our belief systems on one another. We tell people what we think they should do or shouldn't do based off your own experience. There are a lot of regurgitated statements that are very generic at this point, and one of them is go in. The brothers, sisters, or beings who tell you to go in, chances are they're referring to a book every day to realize themselves are their favorite guru on YouTube, are their favorite TikTok spiritual content creator, whatever that looks like. And that's okay. Because going in doesn't mean abandon the physical world in totality. It means to go within and figure out what works for you and then use or utilize the outpictured world in your favor. Again, Whatever is created against you, God will make it for you. But you need to know who you are first so that you can pick and choose what resonates with you in your current state of being. So chances are, if you are having a difficult time on your journey, it is because you're not trusting yourself. And you're not trusting yourself because you're allowing the projections and the ideas and belief systems of others to impact impact you in a way that causes confusion 
Again, you can't see who you are underneath those projections or fog. I am guilty of this too. And I say guilty lighthearted because we are not judged. There's just not a better word to use that would help us feel what we mean. I mean that when I've told you before, be spiritually sovereign, do your own work. I was talking to myself. I've come to do my own work, but not everyone did. There are those of us who do excel in a collaborative setting. I'm seeing the image of a Montessori classroom when I was a preschool teacher. Some of the kids worked very good together and others worked very good alone. And was any way right or wrong? No, it's all fine and perfect. So we can't allow the projections of others based on their own experience influence you in a way that you become their expectation. So I am sorry, I apologize for telling you to do your own work. Sometimes doing your own work is in a group setting. However, I do not apologize for telling you to be spiritually sovereign, which means trust yourself. Know who you are underneath the projections, the belief systems, and ideas of the world so that you can utilize the outpictured world. So what does go in mean? Go in means make mistakes, fall, get back up, try again. Essentially, know thyself. Learn yourself. Study yourself. You know yourself when you're making mistakes and when you're feeling good. You know what works for you when you try something and then it don't feel good, or you try it and it does feel good. We're here to sort of explore like a buffet. We're here to try the things that look good. If you don't like it, don't try it again. If you like it, fill your plate up with that. Milk it. So again, if you have been having a difficult time on earth, I would love to believe that time has come to an end because you have been doing the work that would calibrate you into your own sense of self. So when we speak of trust yourself, we must discover who yourself is first so then you can trust it. That's the first work. If there was work, it is know thyself. Trust yourself. Be fearless enough to make mistakes. Allow yourself to be seen in vulnerable positions or states of being and then try again. This is the Christ being reborn. You need to allow the self to be deconstructed so that you can rebuild upon that crumbled foundation. And when you're doing that, you take the pieces that worked for you last time and you build upon that and keep it moving. If it don't work, crumble it again and rebuild again. So what parts of yourself do you know are working for you? What parts are you discovering don't work for you? What statements or regurgitated ideas are you taking on as absolute truth? So go in is generic absolutely because not everyone goes in the same way. Go in means discover who you are underneath the projections of the world or others. It's okay to be yourself 
after the human design reading I received, I realized we are all, and I knew this, but seeing it really just did something for me. We are all wired in a way that is unique to be the individualized expression of God on earth, the Christ awakening. You didn't come here to be like everyone else. You came here to be yourself and create your own path in a collaborative setting sometimes, in solitude sometimes. Either way is okay. Take what works for you. Build upon that as your new foundation. Try new things. Explore. This is what I also realized. I didn't have a sense of awe or wonder. And it's because I wasn't trying new things. When you try new things, then you naturally wonder what's going to happen after. So push yourself out of your comfort zone, as we say. Step out of the box, as we say. Another generic statement, which we will speak about next. And then utilize the pieces or the units that you know feel good. Or for some of you, the ones you think feel good. Some of us are thinking-based, others are feeling-based, some of us are emotion-based, some of us are passion-based. We're all different. That's what we come to Earth for. It's like an experiment that we have spoke about in previous episodes, a contained experiment. Let's see what happens when we gather refined humanoids from all different points of expression, meaning throughout all the cosmos. You see them as aliens. Now I'm coming to discover them as the higher fractals of the one mind. Let's see what happens. Try this. Don't try that. Fall. Get up. We're exploring here because this is the first time you've been you and only you are you. Don't let anybody tell you who you are unless it feels good to you. Some of us do like that bounce back from others. What do you think about this? Should I do this? Should I not? It's okay. It's okay to seek outside of yourself because for some of us, that's how people go in. So I want to be more mindful not to tell you what to do and to call myself out in the moment when I know that I'm telling you what to do because I'm just speaking to myself. So this whole time I've been telling myself, be spiritually sovereign, do your own work, don't refer to the outer world. That works for me. That works for me. In this time space, I agreed to have Source be my source, to rely on Mother, Father, God only. That feels good to me. Are you Mother, Father, God fragmented? Yes, we all are. So if you like collaborating and working in a group setting, you are also working with God, the I Am. I'm just doing it in the way that works for me. So who are you? Who are you right now, today? I don't mean based off your past or the fears of your future. This is what we do often as humanoids, is we keep rematerializing every day based off our past experiences, and that's not who you are. It's who you thought you were because you allowed the projections to impact you in a way that influenced your state of being. As vibrational beings, we all influence each other other, on an energetic level. So as we are going to speak of thinking outside of the box, let's take a deep breath. So what does think out of the box mean? 
Well, let us first clarify there is no box. So what does it mean to think in the box if there is no box, if we are saying think outside of the box? We want you to imagine a box is a thought structure. It creates a cubic-like structure around you. Your thoughts are a wavelength that can be measured. And as you focus on that thought more, it becomes a foundation which builds more upon itself. As the box or the cube represents four perfect sides, which is perfect support. But sometimes we are creating the perfect support based off the foundation that really don't work for us. We are taking in thoughts of others and then focusing on those thoughts, which then become that cubic-like structure that you are building more of those thoughts upon. This is the idea that like attracts like. And it doesn't mean you're like the thing you're attracting. It means that in that current moment, you're thoughts are like what you are attracting and not so much your first thought your first thought is not essentially the cubic like structure yet it only becomes that cube when you build momentum towards that thought meaning the more you focus on it it becomes a foundational base you know this to be true how do you know this well if you wake up in the morning and you choose a loving thought you will see the evidence of that in your outpictured world. And if you wake up and you have a bad start, you will also see that evidence in your outpictured world. So what is the work there? We use work very lightly. What is the intention there? The intention is to be so mindful to be able to redirect the momentum in the direction of the thought that you would choose to see the evidence of in your outpictured world. So there is no box. If there was, it's the thought structures of the collective, the social memory constructs, which essentially are being deconstructed now. How is that occurring? Through us, through me and you, not me and you alone, those of you listening. I mean, generally speaking, those of us who challenge the thought structures, you know who you are. You're a natural revolutionary. You're not the go with the crowd type of thinker. You're the brother, sister, or being who might resonate with all minds think, all great minds think for themselves instead of all great minds think alike. So you are already thinking out of the box when you be yourself. Because the box is essentially the collective thought structure that we all have been victim to. And we say victim lighthearted because you're not a victim. We are not victims. But we did need to download the default setting of Earth in order to be on Earth. Meaning you got a body. You, your feet are attached to the ground. We all stop at the red light. There are conditions that we had to take on that were not our choice. So we all had the same default setting, the same starting point. But in that, the box was created 
from the people who were on earth before us and think they figured out the way to live on earth. That is never the case. From my background as a Montessori teacher, we are trained to follow the child, that the child is the teacher, and the adults should be the student. And from a higher perspective, we might say where Asiao comes from, where we come from, we know this to be true. It seems so obvious to us that the children are the future. They are the thought structures that would become what we call future. So it's only logical to follow the child because they are here to show us the new way. So when you're thinking outside of the box, now that we said that, it sounds like we are essentially returning back to the lightheartedness and sense of awe of the child, the inner child. The inner child are us as children. We're probably the best outside thinkers. We were re revolutionary. We were ourself, regardless to the projections and ideas of the world or our family or society. So when we are doing the work to trust ourselves, it might be wise to start at the first childhood memory, your loving memory. For me, that would be, again, staying locked in my room, dancing my heart out for hours. Just creating, feeling good. And in that, I would attract experiences that supported me in that state of being. Again, I eventually became a choreographer and creative director of a dance troupe and other creative projects. But we might attribute that to my starting point, me being myself as a child. So who were you before the world told you who you are? When you were a child, what did you love to do? What was your first go-to when you got home from school? What did you daydream about? What did you imagine yourself to be as an adult? And did you fulfill that daydream or that goal? Did you come to realize yourself as the child knew you would be one day or wanted to be? This is a journey of self-discovery. But when we came in as the child, we didn't need to discover who we were. We just bead who we were. We were it. This is why we get that saying of just be, just be. No more doing, no more talking, just be. What does that mean? Be who you naturally are. Who knows who you naturally are better than the child? Yourself as the child. The inner child don't even need to think about it. It knows itself already. And that's where the confusion arises because we take on the beliefs of our generation, seven generations back and forward when you're born. This is maybe where that idea comes from, breaking generational, they say curses, but it's really just imprints. Imprints, ideas. Somebody thought they figured it out and then they told you what they figured out and then you took that on because you were trying to figure it out, but you didn't realize when you came in, you already had it all figured out. Do what you love, feel good, daydream, relax, create, play, 
dance, fall, get hurt, get back up, meet some friends, lose some friends, fall in love, get your heart broke, try again, and so on and so on. There's no right or wrong way to be. So if anything, it is my intention as your brother that this episode has cleared a lot of the confusion in a way that reminds us it is a lot easier than we are making it. And the only reason it's so difficult to trust ourselves is because we think we are who people think we are. You've heard that saying, I'm not what you think about me, you are what you think about me. And I know that to be true now today in a different sense because we are all projecting our inner perceptions of ourself onto others. When somebody tells you, like I did, what to do, they're telling their self what to do. When somebody tells you about yourself, they are essentially telling on themselves. How could you match or even come to that realization unless you were in congruence with that vibration? How did you recognize that in me unless it wasn't already in you? So when I tell you I see you in the brightest light, it is because as a child I knew myself to be light, and I am standing in that knowingness of myself today. I know I am another you, because I know we are one. I was wired this way, to be connected in a way that gave me a sense of inner knowing so I can be better service to my brothers and sisters. It is my intention that you essentially don't need me, meaning after one episode, it's a one-stop shop, you got what you needed, and you're off to explore and discover to know thyself. It is always my goal when I do readings for people that they don't need to come back to me. I don't want that for you. I want you to be calibrated, and I'm not saying I don't enjoy it, I do love connecting with you, but my goal for you is that we calibrate you in a way that you take the information that you needed to propel you in the direction of your sense of knowing of yourself. So when I say do your own work, sometimes your work is getting a reading. I get that now. But I don't when I tell you to be sovereign. Now I'm realizing we're all unique, wired in a way that allows God to express itself through us. So the way you're sovereign may look different from the way I'm sovereign. And either way, no matter how you are sovereign, I want you to trust that more. You gotta learn yourself. How do you feel most tuned in? Where do you feel most disconnected? Where do you feel most confident and alive? Trust that aspect of yourself a little bit more so it can start to override the confusing aspects of self since we are layered. In regards to layer, we do want to clarify one thing. We are a sacred technology that was created in a symbiotic nature, meaning our negative and positive, although we perceive them as opposing, they are actually complementary. They are the catalyst for one another. So you are a layer, but there's no part of you that is working against you. There's nothing to overcome 
There's no solution to seek, nothing to defeat. It is to bring those what we call opposing aspects into harmony with one another, to see how they work with each other. So that's a very individualized process because no one's going to utilize their negative positives the way you do. So when I've told you before, go into your darkness so you can grow. Maybe you don't need to. Maybe you don't need to. When we said that, we were essentially referring to the aspects of self you're unaware about. Shadow just means lack of awareness. So maybe it works for some to be unaware about some aspects of self for the time being. Meaning we will all eventually and inevitably come to realize ourselves as the I am, as Christ, the God awakening. Maybe not this lifetime, maybe not next lifetime. It's okay. You came to be who you wanted to be right now. So just be who you are now. And if you can't trust yourself who you are now, that means you're not being yourself. You're you are vibrating at a frequency that is attributed to the influence of others' perceptions and projections. So how do you perceive yourself? That's what that's all we needed to say. Excuse me, that's all we needed to say. We could have said that and not said anything else this whole episode. How do you perceive yourself? Your perception of yourself is going to determine the experiences and the people and opportunities that you attract to yourself. So how do you perceive yourself? And when you are trying to trust yourself, it might work to first realize how you perceive yourself. So start there. What do you think of yourself right now? And do you agree with it? Was it your thought? Is it an original thought or is it regurgitated? Are you taking on the beliefs of the collective, putting yourself in the box that don't exist? Or are you coming to know yourself as who you are? And we will answer for you. Yes, you are coming to know yourself as who you are. Because we have come here to know thyself. 